Welcome to the Beyond the Leash podcast, your number one source for everything canine. Eric Stremens has you covered on the latest training tips, techniques, and more. No more clicker training bullshit constantly bribing with treats. Just balanced dog training that works. Now, here's your host, Eric Straitmans. Well, hello, hello, hello. My name is Eric Straitmans here on another Tuesday on the Beyond the Leash podcast. I'm owner of Beyond the Leash Canine Training, and I'm joined with the lovely, very talented Kat McKenzie. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. We got some... Uh, we got some kudos for you. Oh. Yeah, Be- uh, Bella's owner. Somebody Renata? else. Yeah. Um, no, Bella in the class tonight. She's actually not going to be here tonight. Oh, okay. You know Bella? Yep. In the 7 o'clock class mm-hmm. with the little black dog? Mm-hmm. She goes, I love Kat. I love when she laughs. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Her giggle makes the whole thing, and it makes me happy. <laughs> and you know what I've called you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> What have I called you? <laughs> Betty Rubble. Betty Rubble laugh. <laughs> that kills me. Actually, before we get any farther, let's make yeah. sure so I don't forget. This <laughs> podcast is brought to you by the good people at Big Country Raw. Feed your dog what Eric feeds Rick Nico. Big Country Raw. And if you go to Big Country Raw's website, bigcountryraw.ca and backslash BTL for Beyond the Leash, you will get 15% off your first order, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Yeah. Great. So, uh, like I said, I started chain. I fed him the XL stuff. Yep. And the XL stuff, we are having the me and Kat were having this conversation <laughs> early. I took a picture of it. You put it in the dish. It's got like cranberries, like actual mm-hmm. cranberries in the fucking thing. Yeah. And it has like carrots and other stuff. Right. And it's frozen, and it's all in this big square. And then you mush it up, and he eats every morsel of carrot and meat, mm-hmm. and every cranberry is left behind. <laughs> that kills me. Here's the laugh. <laughs> That's such a little kid thing. I love it. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking hilarious. I don't know. So I like I like the red. That's I like the red because he seems to like, and he's it's just him, his particular dog. He, yeah. he he eats the chicken and turkey, but he seems to like the red meat, and that's what their okay. red brand is. Okay, I'll take a look it's at that. Just red, like red meat. I think it's so like beef, beef pork. No, no venison. Okay. Beef, pork, and lamb. Ooh, Those are the nice. three you get. Nice. Which is kind of cool because you feed kibble, you're feeding the same taste every fucking day. Yeah. Every day I try to switch it. Oh, you had chicken yesterday, let's give you beef today. You had beef yesterday, yeah. let's give you pork today. Yeah, because they were saying like you're supposed to do three different proteins, I think, in the week. Mm. Something like that. He's picky sometimes. All the, all the things I start to learn after I start giving her the food. <laughs> do you feed your dog once a day or twice a day? Twice. Um, I used to just... Whoops. Guy's gonna have to call back later. Um, <laughs> I I didn't want my turn my phone off because I'm gonna use the Bluetooth. Yeah, no, I know. Um, whatever. Um, well, I lost my train of thought there after that phone call. Uh, feeding twice a day versus one. Oh, day. that guy that wrote that book. Yeah, the Forever Dog. Yeah, uh, Rodney Habib. Mm-hmm. He actually says it's almost scientifically proven that once a day is better. Yeah. See, I'm gonna have to read that and then. Go, hey, Chris, let's move it to once a day yeah. and show him why. And the funny thing is I don't even try it with him. He only eats once a day. Uh, it's very rare that he will eat the food when I put it out in the morning. Right. I don't know if it gets it's still cold and he likes it to get to room temperature. Oh, I don't know. Luna just hoovers. Because I take it out of the freezer, put it in the fridge at the frost. Yeah. I put it in there and he doesn't, he doesn't really, 
it's rare that he eats it. He usually waits till later in the afternoon when we go home. Then he'll devour it as soon as he walks in the door. Huh. I th- I'm assuming it's because he likes it at room temperature, not Could at be. cold. I don't know. Could be. Whatever. But like Luna will eat that knuckle straight out of the freezer. Oh, he loves the knuckle. He's chewing on it now. You can probably hear it. Mm-hmm. You can hear him on the podcast. Yeah. He loves those things. So we say you got the Betty Rubble laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and what's her name that was in the Rosie Flintstone? O'Donnell. Yeah. She only got cast because she could laugh like. That's Betty. I didn't know that until you told me. I'm so excited about something that you couldn't spread mayonnaise on. <laughs> That's you. Good morning, Mrs. Vice President. Let's go back to that. <laughs> Good morning, Mrs. Vice President. That's this is actually a compilation of giggles from from. Yeah, you showed me that and I was dying. <laughs> there it is. Oh man. Excited about something that you couldn't. That's this one. <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally a 45 oh it's only 45 seconds or 30, Still. 45 minutes oh um, God, 45 minutes that's like what half the movie <laughs> so i'm doing these podcasts right through the holiday this year i hope mm-hmm. last year the last couple actually since the beginning we always took two weeks off and we just did a best of one yeah not really a best of just ones that were really popular like the highlights yeah because we were lazy and we wanted some time off and i'm like oh I like doing podcasts. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. So why not do them? Exactly. Um, just two weeks ago, I'm, I'm trying to look at the dates when this one we're talking, because we, we pre-record these. We have them in a bank. I always like when we have tons in the bank. Mm-hmm. This one, again, we're filming this before actual Christmas. Oh, Filming. This uh, recording. Film. I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> so I have to like start doing my hair now. <laughs> Your eyebrows <laughs> should be on fleek. <laughs> right. So this one should come out Boxing Day. Oh, nice. That's very apropos. Perfect timing for mm-hmm. what we're about to talk about, because Jesse and I just did one that came out two weeks ago on the twelfth, um, and that one was titled "Because Christmas is Coming." Mm-hmm. Well, for you those listening, Christmas just happened, happened yesterday. Yep. Santa fucking got me coal again, this motherfucker. Well, you know. <laughs> I have been naughty. <laughs> um, so we did a podcast just on the biggest mistakes mm-hmm. of getting a puppy. Right. Especially on Christmas when nobody knows some of them were surprises. And part of that was not using a crate and not crate training your dog. Right. And then I was thinking about it. I did a, a podcast on housebreaking. It was like the first one, I think, I which think so. I talked a lot about po- crate training because crate training is a big part of housebreaking. Yeah. Big part. Yeah. Big part. But we've never done a podcast just on crate training. Just nope. like that's it. Crate training alone. Which I'm excited for. <clears throat> so if you got a puppy yesterday <laughs> on Christmas morning. Snuggles. And you think, I don't fucking need a crate. <laughs> you need a crate. <laughs> you have to have a crate. It's very, very, very rare. It can happen. It's not impossible. But I've never seen someone potty train quickly or not lose some furniture along the way <laughs> in your housebreaking process or a shoe right. that I just bought my brand new ones right mm. here I'm wearing for the first time. I've, it's very rare unless you have a crate. That's how you can get negate all the problems. Mm. And people end up breaking down and getting a crate when it's already too late and they've already lost a, 
Leon's couch, or they've already had pee all over their carpet, which they have to either rip out of the floor right. and get Chris to come in and build, put a new hardwood 100% in. 100% refinish that, baby. <laughs> so you don't want people to have crates, so they ruin their carpet. Exactly, do And they break want. down and get some tile of some kind, right. linoleum, something. Get some nice hardwood flooring. Yeah, what's the fake hardwood called now? Oof. Laminate, yeah, laminate the mm. snap together floor. Yeah, Chris does all that. Yeah, <laughs> he can, but like his best thing is refinishing, and he's had some doozies. Let's give a shout out. What's the name of the company? Yeah, so it's CWE Hardwoods. So the handle is at CWE Hardwoods. It's on Instagram, Facebook. and this is for all you fuckers that said I didn't need a crate, and you have to rip out your carpet. In February. Right? Because the dog is peed all over the fucking house. Right? So, yeah, sand that out. He does an amazing job. Actually, he's he's taken some pictures, and, and I put them up for him, and some of the stains, I'm like, oh, boy. And he gets them out. So, that's good. Yeah. Good to call. Good person to know. Exactly. Good person. Maybe we can get a deal. Say, I, I listen to Beyond the Leash. Don't you sponsor Beyond the Leash, and I get 15% off? <laughs> No no. No no, 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 that's the big country rock. <laughs> so, I still have to live with the man, don't forget. <laughs> first, you say that like it's torture. I no, have to great. live with the man. Yeah, well, man, if he's in a bad mood, though, what's with all these people wanting 15% off, cat? And you fell down the other day. Can I we talk did. about that? Fucking did you giggle? Hell. Did you giggle when you fell down? No, I had the highest pitch squeal, and it wasn't a scream. It was a squeal. And when I hit the floor, which I hit a few stairs on the way down. Have <laughs> you got? Have you got an older type house in Hamilton? Yeah, so our house was built in 1941. She just showed me the picture, and it's like a death drop. It's awful. It's like straight, straight down. down. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I think what's the clown from it? Oh, Pennywise. Pennywise. I think Pennywise lives down Probably. there. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, kids. Bring your laundry. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> like, oh, my God. The stairs are no good, but the floors are awesome. Fantastic, Fantastic floors. Fantastic floors. Fantastic floors. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's giving me this? Hmm? Just a heads up. Jack Daniels, is, Jack Daniels Dog Park is closed Wednesday for park maintenance. I don't think it is. Well, they'll do like stuff in the old. No, it's, but that's it, a weird. They, David they took do that. that sign down. They don't do that. So that's only for lawn maintenance. So you're getting a stranger texting you today. Eh? What's the area code? I don't know who this is. No, this is someone from one of the classes. I don't ah. know. Ah. I don't know why they're texting me. Um, so let's talk about some different kind of crates because I got a crazy story about a dog that. Refused to go in a crate. Which really? Is Pepe. Pepe refused. Oh. Absolutely refused. And find spaces. And I almost wish that I had Beppe when I first got her. I mean, the cell phone cameras weren't as prevalent. And, yeah. You know, there's cameras everywhere now. Everything it's more like your little cannon. So let's talk about some different crates. Yep. First off, you got your regular wire crate. Yeah. The most popular. Yep. Foldable. You can take them with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we already talked about this on the podcast a couple times ago. Almost all crates come with a divider now. I remember 25 years ago, we used to have to tell people, no, get it, a, get one with a divider, search for it, because a lot of them didn't have dividers. Yeah, the, like the Grow With Me or something like that? Well, that's basically what they do. Yeah. You, you don't buy a German Shepherd and buy a new crate every three months when they grow. When they grow. No. You buy one for a 
full-size German Shepherd. Mm -hmm. You put your 20-pound German Shepherd in there, but here is the problem. Again, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Right. Dogs are naturally clean, and they don't want to shit where they sleep. Exactly. If that's their den, they want to keep it relatively clean. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to defecate where they sleep, but if you make the crate too big for a puppy, they will have no issues at all. Peeing and pooping in one corner and sleeping in the other one. It's kind of like mentally they've broken it up yes. into the, the So that's plan. what people do. They they get a big husky that's this big when they bring yeah, him home. A little bitty. puppy, tiny little guy. And they don't want to keep spending money on crates. So they get a full-size crate, but it didn't have a divider in the old days. Right. And that's what would happen. They'd pee in one corner and they go, I don't understand. Eric could peeing in the crate. They'd go, is it too big for the dog? And they always say this. And back in these days, I used to go to people's homes. I used to do, I didn't oh, do training. I didn't do training. I used to do what's called, and you guys should do that for that. Yeah. That's a great way to start. Neighbors. You know what I offered? No, it was called puppy consultation. It was the only thing I did in your house. Oh. So I can't remember what I charged, 150, 200 bucks. Right. And I'd go into your house and basically give you the know-how for potty training, crate training, and all that stuff. Nice. Well, what are you worried about? <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm just looking at them. They're like nose to nose and sniffing. So, and so I would go into people's homes. Just It was basically a puppy consultation. Right. I just got a puppy. I'm going to show you how to potty train. I'm going to mm-hmm. pu- puppy-proof your house. I'm going to show you crate training. I'm going to do all that shit. Um, and I would always, oh, he's, you told me to put, get a crate and I got a crate, but he's peeing in it. I go, is it too big? No, no. The, the pet store people said it was right for a German chipper. And I go to their house and it's fucking like four or five times the size of the dog mm. because it's for an adult dog and your dog's only 25 pounds right now. Right. So, um, and here's the kicker that I get all the time with the crates. This is what you got to understand. People call me, they either have problems with destruction or problem with potty training in general. Right. And my first my first my first response always is are you crate training? And sometimes yes, of course. Sometimes yes, but I'm having a hard time with it, which those two ones That's I fair. like. The third one is fuck no, I'm never going to put my puppy in a crate. That's jail. And you know what my answer is? No, what's your answer? Call another dog trainer. I can't help you potty train unless you have a crate. That's fair. It can be done. It's not impossible, but the crate makes it like exponentially 20 times easier Okay. because again, once you get a dog properly crate trained, that's a place where I know they're not going to pee. Okay. That's also a place when I go shopping for four hours and come home and I know they haven't peed in the crate. That's the time where they're, they, they're holding it and they got to go. Right. And every time you take them outside and you get a good pee and you plod them mm-hmm. and you give them treats and you jump up and down like you won the 649. Mm-hmm. I've always told people this with potty training, you're going to have accidents no matter what. Of course. No just matter like a what. Kid. Even I would have accidents. Nico had accidents. Yeah. Was, I was told he was already potty trained. You're told a lot of things. Yeah, I was told a lot of fucking things. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I always say, hey, you're going to have accidents, but think of an accident as one step backwards. Every pee with reward outside is two or three steps forward. Yeah. And as long as you're moving forward, you're doing okay. Exactly. If you seem to be moving backwards, you're in trouble. Yeah, you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more accidents in the house and less of the positive steps forward, you're fucked. Right. Um. So, you uh, you got to get a crate, and you got to get one that has a divider. And the 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 wire ones are the most popular ones. Okay, they're yeah, cheap. Yeah. They can fold them down. Mm-hmm. And before we even get to here, let's talk about that. I don't want Nico doesn't really use his crate anymore. Well, I bring him here, but I've left him at home now. I don't, yeah. I don't need a crate anymore. Well, that's good. 
I even when I moved in a new place, I mm-hmm. used it for a few times. Just kind of like adjust him to the yeah, new place. just because I wasn't sure if he would be all weirded out in a new place. Right, and I had a dog named Dexter. He was the most potty trained dog I've ever had in my life. One time, my car broke down in Niagara Falls, uh-huh. and it took me a long time to get the tow and all this right. shit and organized. This motherfucker was at home for twelve or fourteen hours. Oh. Free range of the house, and I'm like, this poor guy, he's going to be peeing and shit and everywhere. I'm just expected to open the door yeah. and see peeing shit everywhere. I opened that door, he ran outside, he peed and pooped. <laughs> I searched the house everywhere, this motherfucker was holding it for 14 hours. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how good a house, but here's the story. Yeah. Even though he was that good housebroken, yeah. I moved to another house. Not only did he pee and poo. He had diarrhea, I think, because oh, no. he was too stressed out in a From new the home. Whole move, yeah. So there's another good. I I don't want a dog in a crate for their whole life. No. Just through the potty training and housebreaking process. Right. Two reasons why people give up on puppies that I hear more than anything. One, he was still pissing and shitting in the house, and they usually followed by it's a stupid dog. No, you're stupid. You couldn't train him. Right. Or he's been. Reckoning everything in our house. He just ate the $4,000 couch. Mm-hmm. We have to throw it out. We have to buy another couch. We just bought it six months ago. That's the last straw. Right. Okay. The crate will stop destruction. <laughs> It'll stop peeing and pooing on your brand new rug right. that you just put in. Broadloom. Or what, is that what it's called? Broadloom. Yeah, it's Broadloom. Yeah, with, uh, it's all white. Mm-hmm. And he's pissing in his yellow marks everywhere <laughs> no matter how. You have a white carpet fuck. with an animal. <laughs> So get a crate. Get that off of your brain that you do not need a crate. But here's there's other reasons why I might have said this on the last one. I don't know. Um, one time I rented my boss. My boss actually I didn't even rent it. He gave it to me for free. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, uh, you got a week. He had I had a week off, and he goes, what are you doing? He goes, nah, I just wanted to. Because I took some time off the dog school, and, and I took time off. I used to work for him. Right. And he goes, what are you doing? And he goes, I, don't know. I was just planning to like relax. He goes, you want my cottage for the week? Sure. <laughs> I said, yeah. And he's got <laughs> this, he had this beautiful uh, cottage in tiny beaches. Oh, nice. Yeah, really like it was a mansion. Oh, wow. He was a rich dude. Um, Mickey Vestia. And I, he goes, yeah, you can. I go, I got to bring my dogs with me because it's hard to get a cottage when you have a dog. Yeah. It's even hard for me. I've got them because that, hey, do you allow, no, no dogs. Oh, I'm a dog trainer. Here's my website. Right. I've changed Still. some people's minds on that. Fair enough. Because, hey, this guy's a professional dog trainer. He's pretty good. So, yeah, Mickey said, yeah, yeah, I bring my dog up there all the time. Bring your dogs. Now, Mickey's my friend. I wouldn't want my dogs that had been crate trained, house broken, potty trained, all that stuff. I hadn't used a crate in six, seven, eight months. Who knows? Two years with some of them. Right. I'm bringing dogs and me and my girlfriend at the time are going to go to the beach, leaving them in a weird fucking place. Ooh. How do I know they're not going to get stressed out and eat the baseboards? Don't. How do I know they're not going to chew his fucking beautiful couch he had up there? (laughs) You don't. So I brought the crates with me, and the dogs hadn't been in a crate forever, but they were fine in the crate. I didn't want to trust a dog to be in a new situation, a new apartment, a new home you just purchased. Yeah. Maybe you lived in an apartment when you potty trained and crate trained and, or, 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 sorry, you didn't crate train, but you house broke the dog in an Mm -hmm. apartment, and then when you bought a brand new house... Mm-hmm. They're chewing the stairs. That's what the micro bullies did. Oh, the stairs, yeah. they would chew the corners of the wood stairs. Oh, you know, the overlap. Oh, my God. <laughs> so have a crate. 
when you move. Hey, okay, I'm going to give them slight times out of the crate, not just hear me going for work for eight hours. Right. So we got wire crates. Um, we also have the uh, like cloth the crates, you know, the cloth oh, yeah. crates. Yep. For like, I th- those are more for like the itty bitty ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, they, they come up, they're kind of like a tent almost. Yeah. They have a zipper just mm-hmm. like a tent would. So those are good, um, for certain dogs. Um, here's this, you want to hear the, I don't even know if I've even told you this story about Beppe. I don't know. I adopt Beppe. Mm-hmm. It's a Belgian Malinois. She's a tech train. She's four years old. Right. I'm leaving her in the house for the very first time. Mm-hmm. Put her in a wire crate. I could tell she fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Like she started panicking, freaking out. Um, I went to the gym. That's all I did. And you have to understand when you come in my driveway, you can see the curtains and the living room, big bay window kind of thing at yep. my old place by the by the airport. And I'm like concerned about it the whole time. I just got her. I'm like, I'm concerned. I hope this dog's gonna be okay. I hope this dog's gonna be okay. And I'm pulling up to the driveway, and I look up, and there's her fucking head in the window. <laughs> Hello! She was waiting for me there the whole time. I open up the fucking, she, she, like, the the crate wires were bent. She opened the fucking door. 100% true story. There you go, Betty Rebel. But she looks so proud. She looks so proud. Hi, I got her that thing you put me in. So, okay, so that's a no-go. She's not going to do a wire crate. It's a Belgian fucking Malinois. Yeah. Then I went, okay, let's get her any um, uh, airport carrier crate. Mm-hmm. You know the airport ones? What do you, what do you yeah. Mean? A move, well, her tail Oh, her has tail a... might whip against your pop. Yeah, exactly. Send it into the people's... Into the window. People's Christmas gifts over here. Yeah. Why does my cards have pop stains on it? Well... <laughs> Sorry, that's the way they came. No refunds. Yeah. <laughs> um... So then I went to an airport carrier crate. Oh, like the, the ones that like the, from Zinger? It's no, not the Zinger ones. The plastic not, ones, just the plastic molded ones. Yeah, because, like you see it, dog. Yeah, uh, because groomers. Yeah, keep, yeah. I I wish I would have filmed this. I wish to this day I would have filmed this. So I put it, and yeah, you have to understand, it was like a three bedroom bungalow, uh, not a basement. But it was just a like three a floor kind of thing. No, it wasn't a split. A bungalow, I guess. Okay. I guess you would call it a bungalow. A big deck in the back from the kitchen. Nice. Living room was in the front. Kitchen was in the back. So I put this crate, now a plane carrier crate, mm-hmm. in. I put Beppe in there. I'm going to the gym again. I didn't mm-hmm. want to make it long periods of time. So I want to start off slow. Yeah, just short. Yep. So um, I went to the gym, put her in this, and she can't get out. I even waited. I went outside. I came mm-hmm. inside. She can't get out because it's the gates. They got that. The only on wire, yeah, you press it down, and the rest is all molded plastic. The whole thing, right? I think there was like a air thing on the top or whatever, but but it wasn't. It was all molded plastic. Mm-hmm. She can't eat it. There's nowhere to get to, um, and that's why they use those for planes because they're very uh, secure. Dirty, yeah. So I come home. I open the door. I go rush to go see Pepe. And somebody stole my fucking dog. Huh? Like, there's no crate. There's no dog. It's not there. Oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Did she move it? Oh, I'm I'm literally, I panicked for about 15 seconds. <laughs> Someone came in here and stole my fucking $2,000 attack dog. <laughs> like, I panicked. And then I heard whining. I go down the hallway into the bedroom. She's still in the fucking crate. <laughs> 
and it's in the bed. You're not talking about five feet. It's got to be 40 feet away. And I actually watched her do it. She would slam. Oh, she's body slamming this thing? So, body slammed the front of it, and she was moving it around the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's not funny, but it's funny. So I'm like, okay. Well, no, it was hilarious. <laughs> what kind of dog can do that? <laughs> Smart dog. <laughs> oh, and I wish that, I think she did say it on one of the podcasts. The ex would attest to this. So then I'm like, okay, I just got to put her in her bedroom. Uh-huh. Hopefully she's potty trained. I didn't know. I adopted her too. Right. And then I came home and there was a fucking hole in the oh, door. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. It was this, it was this, she chewed a hole through the fucking door. <laughs> and that actually worked out well in the long run. I was uh-huh. going to fix it. Right. But then I got Rogue and Rogue didn't like my cat. So mm-hmm. my cat, I could shut the door and my cat could come in and out and escape. <laughs> Because it was great. big enough it for the cat, the cat. Yeah. And it was big <laughs> enough for the dog, but I guess she really like, Didn't like slithered through, yeah. slithered through. So that's when I had to go to a, like a full-on metal crate. Right. Yeah. Full and metal jacket. It didn't, it didn't even last long. No. Just have to find I the right up, one. I ended up taking her to the gym. Not to the gym. Right. Well, if it wasn't you, summertime. Not? It was like fall. So I just left her in the car. Okay. She was fine in the car. She right. was the best dog in the car ever, Beppe. Really? I remember one time my brother picked me up. We both had to go to Niagara for some reason. I said, oh, I got to take my dog because I was just getting off work over here at mm-hmm. the old place. And I put her in the back of his seat. We're driving. We're in Grimsby. And he goes, oh, I'm going to pull over for gas. You want to go? Maybe we can get a coffee or something? Yeah, good idea. My dog's going to have to pee too. Or, or, or no, we can let her pee too. He goes, let who pee? I go, my dog. He goes, oh, fuck. I forgot she was back there. Because <laughs> she just goes in a car, lies down, and goes to sleep. Wow. Like that was it. She wow. was great with cars, and I was just lucky. But this is supposed to be about crate trains, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> couple cool back stories. To that. <laughs> um, so I got a crate. I'm trying to put my dog in it. They're screaming like they're dying. Oh, Jesus. Um, here's the thing. When I was a youngster, when I was a youngster, we had, and I talked about this on another podcast too, when we got puppies when I was a kid, mm-hmm. they still had pet stores. You uh-huh. can go to Limeridge Mall, Petland. I remember, you know, They're I'm still a dog around. lover. Petland still around? Yep. Uh, but Petland then, it was basically some pet food in the front and just dogs for sale in the back, all in crates. Yeah, it was PJ's Pets for us. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Petland in, in Limeridge Mall. Yeah. Oh, PJ Pets. Used to be in Square One, and PJ Pets was bought out by Petland, and there's a Petland. There was one in uh, Brampton. Um, Bramley. Bramley City Center yeah. as well. I think they just recently shut down. Maybe. I know because there's one in St. Catharines. But but anyway, we'd yeah. go there and you'd go to the mall, play arcade games. Remember mm-hmm. they had arcades back then? Mm-hmm. And then we'd go to the go see the dogs. I love dogs. And mm-hmm. you just walk around and look at the dogs. Now, the great thing about those days, again, it was bad because the pu- puppy mills and that's where they were getting their dogs and yeah. all that bullshit. But now, <clears throat> now it's only because it's good that it's only breeders and there's no puppy mills that are pet stores aren't allowed to sell dogs exactly. anymore. It's good. Exactly. But the problem is when you bought that puppy from a pet land yeah. or PJ Pets, it'd been living in a crate for right. fucking four weeks before you brought it home. <laughs> it was so desensitized. The crate training was done. Yeah. It was like coming home with an already crate trained dog. Mm-hmm. Now, most people get puppies in a farm back in the barn and shit. Yeah. Like most breeders, that's what they have. They have a big farmland. They live out in the, not really a farm, but they live in the outskirts. Like the bigger, yeah. Yeah, they live in the country kind of. Yeah, they where have they a, can have more than like three dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they got they got all these dogs all oh, come in the back and they're in a barn and that's where all the puppies are in there and they're yeah. on hay and they're shitting, mm-hmm. pissing everywhere. Right. They're not great chained. 
<laughs> I actually told my breeder for Rogan, I said, can you do me a favor for the last two weeks? Can you crate train her? She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got her home. I went to put her in a crate. She goes, I didn't crate. She goes, I, I did crate train her. I go, really? What, can I see a picture? She goes, I even got a picture of her in a crate. Sends me a picture of her in a giant pen. Like That's a giant a pen. <laughs> it's not a fucking crate. Like, it's a pen. Um, oh, and let's talk about that. I already talked about that on the Christmas one, on the getting puppies one. Yeah. Don't think a pen is the same as a crate. It's no. not. They will piss and shit everywhere. It's the same for a baby. Like, yeah. those big, the playpen's one thing, and then, like, that big soft enclosure that they have is something yep. completely different. So, if you got Beppe, you have to get a metal crate. I actually just went. We just went to Zingerware. Yeah. They have some of the best crates on the planet. I, it's I, crazy I was what under they the, have. I was under the impression they were five, ten thousand dollars The no. best, One of the best ones they had there was only 1200 Yeah. No, they're really reasonable. Yeah. It was like full iron or metal of some kind. I think I sent a friend to, my friend was moving to Ireland, and I'm like, if well, you because a they, new one, the, like, go reach out to these the guys. The reason why they have those crates is because they're all hunting dog people. Mm-hmm. So hunting dogs go on trips, and they go in these crates in yeah. the truck with the guns and shit. So, yeah. anyway. so, you got different kinds of crates. Now you got the puppy home. <sighs> How do you crate train? What's the first step? I don't know. Legit, I don't know. Uh, it's <laughs> Here's the thing with crate training. It's not this is the end-all, be-all, this works for all dogs. There's a lot of hit and misses. Mm-hmm. What works with one dog? I get a lot of people saying, oh, what's the best thing? Should I put it in the bedroom with me or should I put it by the back door? I... I tried to put, I tried to put Rogue when I crate trained her. I tried to put her by the back door mm-hmm. with the thinking, which a lot of people have these thinking, I'm going to have to get her out and pee immediately when she's eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks old, yeah? Right. So the closer she was to the back door, if you got an upstairs and she's up, by the time you pick that puppy out of the crate that's been holding downstairs. it for six hours, they're going to pee in your arms on the way down the stairs. Well, they're and then they're going to fall down the, going down the stairs. And then you're going to fall. And you're going to yeah. yeah, so like get fall. Yeah, exactly. Those <laughs> piss so, all over the place. <laughs> so I put it in the fry door, but it was just way too much screaming. And I brought the crate into my bedroom. And that worked for her. Yeah. She was quiet. Is I put the crate right on the literally right on the co- uh, the end table beside my bed, right? And she could see me through the thing. She was mm-hmm. fine. So some dogs that won't work with because they'll pee on the way out. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of hit and miss. Um, sometimes putting a blanket over the crate, mm-hmm. like a completely over the blanket. Yeah, dog will whine and cry. You put that blanket on there, they'll shut up in a little while because it's all dark and quiet. Just for like some birds. And remember, they're dead animals. They lay like small space. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's the problem, though. Most puppies will scream bloody murder like they're dying. Yeah, my mom's dog. Like, I mean, not for, like, people say, oh, for three minutes, four minutes. No, for like an hour and a half. They will scream (laughs) like somebody's killing them. And then every non-dog trainer person, they hear this dog, which sounds like it's being killed. Uh Their heartstrings are—they feel very bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to punish my new little puppy. I don't want him to hate me. And they go unlock the door because he's too loud. <laughs> See, my mom. When my mom was crate training Archie, she's just like, "What do I do?" I'm like, "You're asking me. We never crate trained our dogs. What the hell? Do, why no?" And she's like, "He won't stop screaming." I'm like, "Well, do what you did for Martin. Martin is my brother." She's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like. Just ignore him. <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I'm like, Jesus, Ma, just ignore him like you did Martin. But, mo- but most people end up, their heartstrings are tongued at, t- oh, for just sure. at, and they go open the crate. All that teaches a fucking dog is what? Is she- if I scream enough, she's going to let me out. out. You're teaching the dog how to get out. 
exactly. Um, so let's go over some other pointers that I've heard, tried some, not tried some. They're very popular. Uh, one, really, because they miss their, their, their litter mates and their mom, the mm-hmm. warmth of their body. Yeah. Um, so get a hot water bottle from mm-hmm. Shoppers Drug Mart. Yep. Fill it up with hot water, wrap it in a towel, and when they lie beside that, it feels like the warmth of their brothers and sisters or Makes their sense. mom. Um, ticking clocks is another one you'll hear. Oh, I, for like a I've never beat? actually, yeah, I've never actually used that one, but I hear a ticking, like a tick, you know, one of those old style yeah, yeah, yeah. ones, and it makes that big ticking noise, okay. with rhythmic ticking. You wrap that in a towel, put it in there, and it feels like, it, it reminds them of their mother's heartbeat. Okay. Um... Do you put a bed in a crate? Yeah, I don't know. What about a not, a, not if you got a Doberman. <laughs> oh, well, they like to Yo, rip they fucking it up? Eat them like crazy. Well, so would a Bepaid. Or Bepaid. So would a Bepaid. <laughs> right. Um, some dogs, it's good to have a bed in there. Some dogs, you're going to buy a new $60 bed every two weeks if you put a bed in there. Right. Because my mom had blankets for Archie, but Archie likes to, like, go to town on blankets. So we just use a yoga mat. I, 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 like I tell people best thing to do is go to fucking... Uh, what's it called? Dollarana? No, the used store place. Oh, like uh, Value Village. Yeah, Value Will. Village. Go to Value Village. Get like 10 blankets at $2.50 each that yeah. you can throw out and use them. Just throw them on the on the, on the the thing. Some dogs, actually, I, Beppe actually liked the cold. She'd always like a cold mm. tile floor. So she actually, when I put a blanket in there, she'd push it to the side. Fair enough, because it's too hot. Yeah, and just lie on the on the tray on the bottom. So. Right. Um, so... There's a lot of hit and misses. It's a lot of trial and error. What worked with this dog? Blanket worked with this dog brilliantly. It's not going to do... It might make it worse for another dog. Fair enough. Because they get too... They're even more stressed out because it's all got all dark on them. What about like tr- like getting them in the crate with a treat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I, that, that's a thing that'll work, but I tell people, oh, he won't follow it in there. Well, fucking push him in then. Who cares? If he will follow a treat, great. If he won't, push him in. Yes. One of my biggest, you don't hear it a lot, one of my biggest uh, little tricks of the trade for crate training is I never, ever, 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 until a dog is, remember, and just like my housebreaking rules, all the housebreaking rules, until they're, once they're housebroken, these rules go out the window. You can get rid of all the, like I tell people, this isn't about crates, I tell people not to leave water down with a dog that's not fully fully peeing outside. Hell no. You, you put it Why down. would you like put, just make well, your life miserable? No, that's actually, you said that like it should be obvious, but people think a dog needs water all the time. No, give it in, in, in increments. Yeah. Eight in the morning, and then another one at 12, and then another one at four. And don't give water at nighttime if you got a puppy. <laughs> you won't be able to last four th- hours in the crate, let alone eight. You don't like waking up at 1 a.m., no. 2 a.m.? Um, so one thing that I do when I have a puppy is I leave the crate door open, and I'll literally, I'll literally push the food bowls into the back. I'm not closing it on the dog and making him eat in there. I just show the dog, here's your bowls, mm-hmm. here's your food, here's your water, and I walk the fuck away. Oh. Are you hungry enough? You're going to go in that crate. Yeah, you understand where I'm getting at? Yeah, they'll break. Yeah, even if I I tried to push a dog there and I stressed them out and they won't go anywhere near the crate. Who they won't starve to death. No, just push it in the back of the crate, open the door, leave the the girl going another room. They'll go in there and eat it. Yeah, makes sense. And if they start eating in there all the time, they'll see it as their place. Um, but one of the main things, like I said, you cannot give up. You cannot give up because of whining. It's going to make it ten times worse. 
But one of the tricks that I know, I'm, I don't know even know, maybe I invented this because I've been saying it forever. Some things I've been saying for 20 years, I don't even know if some, somebody told me this or I read it or just I just made it. It's a part of you. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Um, the biggest, biggest, biggest trick of crate training is most people only put a dog in a crate when you leave the house, when you must. Only when you must, yes? Most people, yeah. Yeah, I'm going shopping. I'm going to leave the house. I got to put my dog in a crate. Why? Crate train as part of your daily schedule. Like if I'm going to watch a Blue Jay game, mm-hmm. literally, if I'm, that's the perfect time, a three-hour span, I'm going to put my puppy in the crate, even though I'm not leaving the house. Sorry, Rogue, you're going in the crate. I put her in the crate. I, she's fucking screaming. I put the crate in another room. I'll turn the t- TV up. Fucking turn the TV up to 50. If it goes up to 50, I turn right. it up to 50. And I'll let her cry her fucking eyes out. Cry your fucking eyes out, Rogue. She would cry for 20, 25 minutes at a time. Oh, my God. And, and this is what people got to understand. They're eventually going to either, A, cry themselves to sleep, mm-hmm. or just stop. So she cried for 25 minutes. As soon as she stopped, I heard nothing. I started my stopwatch. And I waited for five, eh, I, I don't know if it was five minutes right away, three to five minutes. Right. Soon, and it, she stayed quiet for three to five minutes. I ran in the room, opened the door. Good girl! Gave her treats, gave her hugs, gave her kisses. Nice. You understand what I'm getting yeah, at here? it's a positive reward, right, for doing that. No, the dog that whined and got yeah, out she's- realizes, if I whine, I get the fuck out. Yeah. When she was quiet, she got out. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work right away, but over a couple of days, they realized, okay, they I, into it. I don't get out by whining. I get out by being quiet, yeah. so I might as well be quiet right away. The And even, I think people just give up on it, especially when you live in an apartment. Yeah, because if they're crying like and that all the time. crying like that, neighbors. especially at nighttime, you're going to get some complaints. But the key is just get through that. It'll take you at max. I've never seen a puppy Again, I've heard of it, but I've never seen a puppy or a client that I knew what was doing take longer than five to ten days. Just forcing it in there and never giving up and taking them out. The problem is, is when you, the more often you take them out when they're crying, the more they learn to whine more. Yeah, so you're just rewarding just them. Just get through it. Get through it. That'd be here. Yeah. Um, again, you, you're going to give up on the puppy because they ate your couch. <laughs> That'll be the last straw. It'll be something like that. Right. Or your fucking $800 Air Force Ones that are at the door. Just bought them to play basketball. And they're eating. Can't, can't deal with that. Mm. <laughs> what are you going to do? Everybody has their vices. So if you got a puppy yesterday. Yeah. If you got a fucking puppy yesterday. Congratulations. Get the crate and crate train now. Mm-hmm. You might get some. It's Boxing Day today. You might yeah, get some Boxing Rens. Day sales. Yeah, are the stores even open on Boxing Day. Hundred percent, they are. Okay, go to Box. Are it's they boxing open on Boxing day. day now? I don't know. There's. I've been around rules where when I was a kid, they nothing was open on Sundays. It no, was. I know. It was you would great. get a fine if you were a Eaton's or a mall or anything but a convenience store open on a Sunday. It's like being back in my the only thing that town. when I was a kid, the only thing that could open on Sunday was variety stores and drug stores. That was it. At the time, it was Big V. Oh, yeah. Big V. The Shoppers Drug Mart and Big V. They were the two competitors. I don't know what happened to Big V. Um, so that was the one. And I actually think that was good for community and things. 100%. Because Sunday was the family day. 
Yeah, and you it's do just things like, with families, and then they we would, don't have that anymore because there's no family fucking. It's family day in you know, February. Who no wants family to freeze their balls shit anymore? Off then? It's all fucking stupid world we live in. Okay, so get a crate again. Try the little things we said, but that's the, that's my biggest one right there. Put the dog in a crate when you're home. Okay, and every day I might do it two or three times a day. Let them whine. Let them whine. Let them whine for twenty minutes, half an hour. Quiet. Go open the door. And maybe stretch that out. Maybe the first time they're quiet, two and a half, three minutes. Right. You do it again later in the afternoon, make them be quiet for five minutes before they get out. So essentially what we're saying is, Chris, get Cat a puppy and you go away for a week and she'll train (laughs) (laughs) She'll train the dog. (laughs) I've even said, like, sometimes they know you're home. Mm -hmm. So, like, literally go out the front door. Yeah. Summertime. Go out the front door and just listen. Or even in the winter. Sit on your patio. Sit on your deck. Mm -hmm. Have a drink. And just let the dog cry. Let the dog cry. Let the dog cry. Susie shuts up. Go in there and let him out. That's going to teach the dog. And trust me on this. Um, what people? We should have said this before we finish it. Man, Rogue was so well. Dexter was so well crate trained. So well crate trained. Yeah. I never saw him do this. I adopted him though, so that's different. Um, I, the Rogue and Dexter were so well crate trained. Even my even my, the micro bullies at home. Yeah. Sit and watch TV. The crate. Uh, we never got rid of the crate. No. They would go in there all the time. That's their spot. I t- people call. This is, I get this call. Oh, my God. Eric, you know how you had me crate training like that? I don't know what to do. The dog just walked in there on his own and lied down. Is that weird? I go, no, that's awesome. You're there. That is my sign to tell you you're crate trained. Yeah. When a dog voluntarily goes in there when they have the whole living room to be in. Or kitchen or whatever, and they go in there. Rogue, you know me. I watch baseball games. Oh, yeah. all she would be in crate most of the time because she knows baseball game. Dad's going to lie on the couch for three hours. Right. Well, now it's two and a half that they changed the rules. I know. But uh, three hour <laughs> ball games before. Um, Rogue, would you? Okay, I know. I know the drill here. I'm going to go lie in the crate. Yeah, it's their room, right? Great to have for the lifetime of dog a vacation. Uh, uh, let's say you were going on vacation and your dog had to stay in somebody's house for a week. Right. I, hey, my dog might be great, but that might freak them out, and they could chew their fucking counter off. Uh, yeah. You know, so get get crate trained. Very Love very it. important. Um. So our little calendar here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know them. This is this is the next one. Little facts, tidbits. We always finish the show with two Pomeranians and a Pekingese were among the, among the survivors of the Titanic. They were snuck into their owner's life jackets. That would make complete sense. I'm just, and now I'm sad about all the 80-pound labs. I that know. dog died. I, th- <laughs> I thought this was starting off as a joke, though, but yeah, no. no. There was two wow. Pomeranians and a Pekin. Do you know how many people survived the Titanic? It wasn't very, very it many. It wasn't that many. It's a handful, I, I, I think. I should know this, but I don't remember off the top of my head. My little cousin would be like, it's this, Catherine. How do you not know it? Oops. Hang on. I got to get this before the podcast over. How many people survived? 9-11 is the first thing that came up. Oh, uh, yeah. Survived the Titanic. I was in the musical. I should know this. Wow. How many people? Out of t- wow, that's more than I thought. It no, it's almost half. Out of 2,208 people Boarded the Titanic. 705 people survived and three dogs. Huh. I always thought it would be like all of them. 
just Jack and his girlfriend from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name, Jack, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? <laughs> no, he didn't even survive because no, there was no didn't. room on the fucking exactly. raft. Exactly. She's like, sorry. Big giant raft. <laughs> Fuck off. It's either you or my Pomeranian. No. <laughs> 705 people survived? That's a lot. I thought it was more tragic. Like, the everybody died except four. But still, like, over 50% is pretty mm. tragic. I don't know. It's just before my time, when, whenever that was. I, I just assumed it was more. Like, I just assumed that the Titanic was more than the 9-11. 9-11, was over 3,000 people died. Yeah. Jesus. Meh. Anywho. Any bad, bad way to end that podcast? <laughs> right? Can we have a couple giggles, cat? Just to make, can we have a couple giggles just to go. make it better? <laughs> okay, Betty Rebel. Yeah. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for doing this, cat. No, my pleasure. This way, we won't have any breaks over the holidays for exactly. And even if we're closed and we have to do one, I'll call you and you put you on there. Yeah, man. Put you on there. That'll yeah, be fun. We'll do it. Do it in your underwear and your couch. <laughs> in my, yeah, well, that'll be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, what are you wearing? I'm wearing my new leggings <laughs> and my fuzzy slippers. <laughs> That's it. We're doing that regardless. Right. <laughs> new thing. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. That was a good one. Get the crate. Don't have a puppy without a crate. You're going to regret it. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Beyond the Leash podcast. We hope you learned something valuable today. For more information or to connect with Eric, check us out at beyondtheleash.ca. We'll see you next time.